one of the things that I pride myself on being is a big champion of the AM radio format and technology. I love AM radio. I listen to it all the time. We have an AM radio, not necessarily an FM radio, but we have an AM radio in every room in our house, including our unfinished basement, both bathrooms, and everywhere else. Love AM radio. To me, there's nothing more exciting than scanning the dial on an AM radio to see what stations you can pick up and then discovering something new. Whether you're in your car or whether you're in your house, to me, there's just nothing like that. That sense of discovery is so wonderful and so magical. You're battling through the static to hear what you think is the show you want to hear, and then you discover something new. Love it. So um, there's an interesting article in The Atlantic about an issue we've been talking about for some time by Jacob Stern. Headline, your phone has nothing on AM radio. Why Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders are teaming up to save the century-old technology. We've covered this before, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but it is interesting, and a lot of people are going to be talking about it this weekend because it is in the Atlantic. The unusual coalitions that are developing to save AM radio. Take two people in Washington that have very little in common. Senator Ted Cruz and Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. She has called him a dumbass for his opposition to the Paris Climate Agreement. He has called her and her allies, quote, shills for terrorists on account for their support of the liberation of Palestine. But lately, the right-wing crews and the left-wing Tlaib have found a cause they can both get behind, saving AM radio. See, the last few years, you've had a few car makers, BMW, Volvo, Tesla. They've stopped offering AM radio in at least some models, especially the electric cars. What they claim is... The problem is that their motors cause electromagnetic interference on the same frequency bands in which AM radio operates, in some cases making the already fuzzy medium inaudible. Car makers do have ways to filter out the interference, but they're costly, and sometimes they're imperfect. All to maintain a format which they say is in decline anyway, Because they say AM radio was eclipsed by the superior-sounding FM in the late 70s. And the century-old technology can look to some people like floppy disks in the age of Spotify and podcasts, right? According to Ford's internal data, less than 5% of all in-car listening is to AM radio. Not in my car, I'll tell you that. That's why Ford decided last year to drop AM radio from all of its vehicles, not just EVs. They did change course on that, I'll mention, largely because of a PR and pressure campaign that was led by the owner of this company, John Katzmatidis. But because so much listening happens in the car, the Ford news seemed like when the, the beginning of the end for all of AM radio. And then they reversed this. Before Ford's reversal, you had Cruz, 
and Senator Ed Markey, a Democrat from Massachusetts, they introduced the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, which would require exactly what it sounds. Every vehicle had to have a functioning AM radio. Bernie Sanders and more than 40 other senators joined them as co-sponsors, along with Rashida Tlaib in the House and 208 other representatives there. Not everybody supports the bill. Senator Rand Paul has delayed the passage of this bill on the grounds that it constitutes regulatory overreach. So where does that leave us now? In the interim, Congressman Josh Gottheimer of New Jersey, who's a big, big supporter and defender of AM radio, he announced new steps last month to ramp up the pressure on car makers to preserve AM radio. So for Republicans in the Senate and the Congress, a lot of the reason they want to save AM radio is because of conservative talk radio. Ted Cruz gave a big speech on the floor of the Senate. He framed AM radio as a bastion of free speech, invoking all sorts of uh, big talk show hosts like Rush Limbaugh. But on the other hand, AM is the host to every manner of foreign language station you can imagine. And these stations are relied upon by immigrants around the country, including some 700 Spanish language stations. It also hosts black stations. It has hyperlocal news and sports stations, which you don't get on FM for the most part. It hosts agricultural stations that are important to a lot of rural communities. So you have this unusual coalition of people that don't necessarily agree on much all working together to fight to save AM radio. And I hope they're successful. Here's uh, Ted Cruz talking about why he thinks AM radio is so important. Well, we've had a big victory recently. Uh, A number of major car companies that announced that they are pulling AM radio from new cars. And and that is an enormous problem. That is a really bad decision. Uh, If you look nationwide, there there are roughly 4,500 AM radio stations all across the country. Uh, About 82 million Americans listen to AM radio every month. And, And... Pulling AM radio from cars does enormous damage. And and so I joined together with Ed Markey. Ed Markey is a liberal Democrat senator from Massachusetts. Ed may be the most liberal senator in the entire U.S. Senate. I'm the most conservative senator in the U.S. Senate. It is rare that Ed Markey and I are together on a bill. But we joined together on a bill to require that car companies continue to provide AM radio in the new cars they're selling. And, and, and that's important for a lot of reasons. It's important uh, as a matter of public safety. If you look during emergencies, whether it's hurricanes or tornadoes or floods, uh, AM radio is the most reliable means of communicating with people. Uh, often when you have a disaster, power lines go out, power goes down. FM radio goes down, it takes higher power, and AM radio is the means of communication of the last resort that, that, that Americans in distress rely upon to get life-saving information. And that issue that he mentioned about emergency services, that's primarily the reason that people like Senator Ed Markey, liberal Democrat, are for this. They believe that if there's an emergency or something along those lines, AM radio can be crucial in getting information out to these people. And I agree. 
I agree. Someone else came out guns a-blazing for AM radio yesterday, and that is Republican candidate for president and former U.S. Uh, president Donald Trump in a speech. Uh, I, I think it was in Nashville. It might have been at CPAC, but I think it was in Nashville. He talked about the importance. Yeah, it was in Nashville. He talked about the importance of uh, saving AM radio. It's sick. I will protect the content that is pro-God. We're going to protect pro-God context and content. To that end, at the request of the NRB, I will do my part to protect AM radio in our cars. You know, we like to listen to AM radio because you know what we're listening to. Millions of... And he goes on, but... Not in the cut that we have. Uh, I think this is a great, a great thing, and I hope that even with the delays, uh, they're able to get this legislation passed. Now, some people may think, well, why? If the private industry can't support it, if the cars don't want it, why, should, why is it government's business to force these car manufacturers to offer it? Because there's all sorts of things that we force car manufacturers to offer. Seatbelts, airbags. Now, is AM radio as vital to your public safety as a seatbelt? Probably not. No, it's not. But I still think it's essential for a lot of communities to be informed about what's going on. And it can be essential in the event of an emergency. And it seems like part of the reason that the uh, the car manufacturers want to get rid of this, I'm not buying this uh, electromagnetic radiation thing because the early model Tesla had AM radio with no problem. I think it's a money grab. I think they want to get paid 